Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello. <laughs> Here we are. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo with Mind Body TV, and this is Gemma. Gemma Therese Duramo. Well, we're going to be sharing today about how receptivity creates abundance, health, wealth, vitality, uh, love, how we actually actively create in our lives when we practice receptivity. You want to say anything first before I begin? You got this. <laughs> Bye. Okay, so welcome to Mind Body TV. Um, where, you know, I had this really amazing, uh, interesting experience. It was a couple weeks ago. And I shared a video um, in the Mind Body community about it a couple of days later because it impacted me so much. And I shared about, um, you know, what is receptivity? How do you know if you're actually being receptive for what you're asking for? Or just kind of like complaining that you don't have it or just kind of working really hard to try to get it but you're blocking it by not actually opening to be a great receiver. And this is one of the things I see most frequently holding things back. So for example, for myself as a physician, I'll see people say, um, you know, help me get better, help my fibromyalgia. Nothing I do makes a difference, which is a statement, which is a belief, which is a conclusion or, Oh, you know, I would love to have a great man in my life, but there's just no good guys out there. So we're in this perspective and uh, it could be about anything like, oh, well, yeah, it'd be great to have a lot of money, but that's just not going to happen. <laughs> and so it's not just like the statements we make that iterate that doubt. It's what happens within our body that ends up creating it because our body is a physiologic technology and electromagnetic technology, and we're constantly interacting with it, but we're just usually doing it unconsciously and creating more of what we don't want. Um, but if we could actually tune in and foster receptivity, it would very quickly allow in what we do want. So what does being receptive mean? It, first of all, can be something as simple as like, don't add the other thing at the end of the sentence, right? So I was talking about a project we have going on in my business and I was just sharing with my husband some thoughts. And it was like one of the first times I could really be open about what I do want without begrudging how it is currently going. So, you know, particularly it's this book project and it, there's certain things that haven't gone the way I would have liked them to go. So if I can just receive how it has gone that like there's a particular person I worked with and I wasn't how I thought she was, you know, it was like, I thought it was going to go this way, but what she ended, how she ended up doing the work was like, not what I was anticipating. So, you know, we can complain about that, right? Like, Oh, I can't believe she did this or, Oh, it's so much rather it would just be like that versus receiving what is receiving what is means i've got to feel my own disappointment my own uh maybe resentment my own regret like why did i not do it the other way why did i do it this way actually feel what's here now which is always like your body will show you if you tune in and you begin to sense you're going to feel your body more you're going to feel what's here more and it's going to open you to receptivity because so many things are trying to block it but that just creates the shell that doesn't allow more to come in. So I shared with him this morning, like, okay, what I would really love is for this to be easy, is for this to be this way and, you know, and, and open up and in, into more flourishing and, and more prosperity. What I would love is for this, you know, to be supported in this aspect of the project. And he just said to me, like, well, you're, you're really creating it right now. This is, you creating it, which is kind of what I had lined up to talk about today <laughs> to, uh, to share. So we, if those of you had seen my video a couple of weeks ago, um, I shared about this woman we met at the airport and she didn't have a place to stay. She was going to sleep in the airport. Mario and I were like, you're in Durango, do this and do this and go here and go there. And you know, great, your flight got canceled and that's a bummer, but Hey, now you get an extra night. You can, you're actually in a really cool place. And she was just resigned to like, no, 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 it's too expensive. No, 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 I can't afford it. No matter how excited we got, she wouldn't receive it. Because receiving it would have meant going beyond the belief she had to say, oh, 
wow, that would be cool. Oh yeah, maybe even if she didn't know how, or if she was still worried about the money to actually just receive something first. What this does is it creates a physiologic shift. Like you're getting hormones going, you're making brain changes, you're changing all your neurologic interactivity throughout your body. You're um, activating, you're decreasing cortisol and decreasing stress hormones and you're increasing dopamine and oxytocin. So you just gave yourself like a bath and all these healing hormones, but you also create a massive electromagnetic shift. This is what I wanted to speak about a little more today because this is really, really powerful. Um, so what's the electromagnetic shift that happens when I allow something in that I maybe was blocking, right? So maybe I don't like how I feel today, or maybe I don't imagine, no, that I don't have enough money, I can't do that. But then I'm not willing to receive the possibility um, anyway. Uh, I can't have that, um, that manifestation. I can't have the money show up or the possibilities show up or like Mario and I, it, both of us were thinking the same thing. Like we'll buy this woman a hotel room because it's not, it's not really, um, like a huge expense and we know the certain places she could go to, we'll, we'll fund it. Like, but she just wouldn't get excited. So there was like nothing to support. So it wasn't about the money. It's never about the money. It's never about the circumstance. It's always about your willingness or unwillingness to receive what is so that you can expand. So um, for those of you tuning in live, thank you for being here. I would love to hear where you are tuning in from. Hello, everyone in the Mind Body community and Facebook, Rita, uh, someone from UK, another person from UK, Jennifer from Michigan, Lisa from Nottingham, England, Joanne from Alberta, Canada, Oh, someone from Pagosa, hello, which is next to Durango. Uh, interestingly, this person in the airport had come from Pagosa and was trying to fly out of Durango. Hello, Jen from Salem, Bright from India. Hello, Isabel, Abigail from London, uh, Carol, Mansuriman from India as well. Janet, hello from Nevada. CN from Kentucky. All right. Awesome. Lots of people tuning in. Gloucestershire, UK, Belgium, Cape Town, Utah, Bristol, UK. We should make a trip out there, huh? Hello, D from Australia. All right. Wonderful to have everyone here. Thank you. So um, just receive a few deep breaths as we get started here. Because there was a lot that came in that I wanted to share this week, and I knew I kind of wanted to just really ground so I could sort of let that all come through. So we are going through a time of really great change, and it can be really, really challenging, especially when a lot of us um, are kind of adverse to change. This might actually be a great practice that you start by receiving change, right? Versus like resisting change. So even, even better things can't come in because if I'm resisting change or if I'm like waiting for it to get over, instead of actually receiving it, embracing it, I'm blocking the very manifestation that I'm trying to create. So I want to speak sort of like medically, scientifically about what I mean by receptivity and then like, how do we do that? How do we cultivate that? So when you begin to understand that uh, your body is like a manifestation tool, your body is electromagnetic and that electromagnetic shift affects your physiology, affects your cells, affects your DNA, um, it, it becomes like a fun technology you can begin to tune into and play with. So no longer am I separate from the world around me, but I'm one, I'm connected with everyone and everything around me. How can I interact with that in a way that brings more abundance, brings me more aliveness, brings me more wealth, health, vitality, instead of seeing myself as solid, physical, separate, lacking, which those go hand in hand. If I see myself as a physical, solid thing, I'm always going to be, you know, there's always going to be lack, right? I'm separate from you. I'm separate from everything around me. They're always going to be lack, meaning what's over there isn't over here. And if they have it, I don't have it. Or if I have it, then I'm taking it away from someone else. It's always separate. You're always going to have lack. And when we also see ourselves as like a physical being 
with a beginning, a middle and an end, we're always going to live in fear. We can't live in serenity because I'm going to end. I'm like every minute I'm closer to death and I'm like, I'm born, I'm here, I die. I'm threatened. Like every minute could be the end. And so I'm living in this constant fear that I got to get what I can while I'm here because, you know, it could all end. It could, it can all be over. And we're always in this like rat race. So what if we remember even just 2%, I'm an infinite being having a physical experience. What happens is that the attachment and the specifics become less essential. I'm not saying they're not essential at all and you don't have a preference for how your life goes or that your life goes. I'm saying it becomes less urgent and essential and you can anchor into true serenity. I'm an infinite being having a physical experience. I am I'm not, I don't have a, a, a beginning, middle and end. I'm, I'm infinite. I go beyond this body. I'm not my body. It immediately brings you into um, a whole different space of awareness. And that creates lightness in the body. Your electromagnetics, meaning like the signal, you know, we can detect this eight to 10 feet out from the body that your body is emitting shifts from a discordant one that's like ah! to a concordant harmonic signal ah, or ah, right this like angelic celestial tone to your emanation your cells are listening your dna is listening your physical life around you and the people around you are listening and that emanation right your electromagnetics meaning Electric, you know, electricity, there's conductivity, uh, there's ignition. Uh, magnetism has to do with alignment, attraction, um, you know, all of these. And the on the micro, micro level, we can detect this. We can see like what's happening with the electrons, what's happening with the protons, what's happening with the electric and magnetic effect of, in every single cell in your body. This change, this shifts immediately when you shift even just 2% to what if I just receive this moment as it is? And this creates a different emanation, meaning a signal that comes out from your body. So imagine if everything you're asking for is, is actually available, but where you're tuning in doesn't have you see it, doesn't have you receive it, doesn't have you interact with it, doesn't have you even hear about it. It's going to be pretty hard. It's going to be pretty lonely. It's going to be like an uphill battle. If you shift, it changes your brain, changes everything you perceive, everything you notice. It shifts your uh, hormones, your physiology. It shifts your DNA. It shifts your metabolism. It shifts your gut microbiome, which we know medically now is like such a huge, huge, huge component of whether you feel vibrant and alive or you feel like crap, whether you manifest robust health or you manifest disease. So all of these things are governed by your consciousness, your electromagnetic vibration. So let's look at that and like shift even a little to open to greater receptivity. When you begin to vibe with what you're asking for, be it health, wealth, love, abundance, or just like, calm in the home. I don't know if you can hear the door like opening and closing. We have Mario's whole family is here from Puerto Rico. Everyone's coming. We're like partying the whole week and the kids are running around. And if I'm in harmony with that, I can, you know, it's going to flow. But if I'm like, <gasps> get out of here. Oh no. And maybe attachment to like how this is supposed to go. There's tension in my system. And that's not only going to affect me cellularly and affect what's happening in my physiology. It's going to affect like how the broadcast goes, how people feel me. Um, even my technology will be affected by that where maybe there's like glitches and then I become more frustrated because I'm like, oh, nothing will work for me. If I can get more receptive and get in flow, there can be flow in everyone and everything around me to a much much higher degree. Lisa says, sometimes your talk goes straight over my head. So let's just get really um, cellular about it. Your body as a manifestation tool 
is not the physical solid separate thing, right? We're like, hey, we're gonna open the cell and here's your DNA and let's change that DNA. I have to do a physical thing to change your DNA. What we've actually come to see is that your DNA is highly sensitive to the environment that the cells are in. So if the cells are bathed in like, you know, inflammation or like cortisol and all these inflammatory hormones and stress hormones and adrenaline, then the cells like, ah! and it affects the DNA expression. Genes for disease get turned on, activated, and those proteins get produced and your body manifests disease. Opposite is also true. If you're in the cellular environment of I choose to be at ease with what is. I choose to be receptive, even though maybe I don't like what's happening in the moment, or maybe I'm afraid of what receptivity would be versus like fighting against it. Instead of fighting, I'm going to receive what is. It shifts my physiology, my chemistry, the hormones, the neurologic connections of how my body's all synced up with itself. Um, it changes my brain patterning. And it'll actually change it in a really um, harmonious way that allows now the DNA and the genes for disease to get turned off, the genes for like anti-aging and cellular repair to get activated and turned on. And my body can do things I didn't even know it can do. You choose. So find something for yourself. Charlotte said, you've helped me so much to dare to stay with what is such a game changer. Well, and the reason why um, staying with, with what is, is a game changer is because power only exists in the now. So if I'm busy, like, let me just work harder so I'll have this thing later and make this thing happen, I'm abandoning the now. Like, I'm not actually here. I'm like suppressing what's here to just try to make it get better. Or what I've seen very, very often in, in my medical practices, people come in with um, disease. So it's like my fibromyalgia, my chronic fatigue syndrome, or oh, this Lyme disease, nothing will, nothing helps me get better. And there's history there. They're carrying the past and the like shitty experience of the past where it's like, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work into the now as a conclusion. So people will say to me, well, you know, hey, how, how can I help you? Well, I mean, I know you can't make my pain go away, but maybe you can make it more tolerable for me. Right? So I would always kind of say like, well, what if we could make it go away? What if we could have something even better? Would you be open to that? And then people will kind of laugh and be like, well, yeah, but they're still in the obvious conclusion, like, well, that's gonna, you know, I, it's been 10 years and I've seen a lot of people. So like, let's not fool ourselves here. What is it they're doing to block receiving? When we're in a situation like that, there is a lot of grief. And this is exactly like, I have stories about this with people healing because they finally met what was there. So one guy said to me like, well, um, you know, basically that. I know you can't help me get out of pain, but maybe you can just help me manage this. And um, and I said, what if we could do better and, and get you out of pain? So he was willing to kind of play along. We did some of the mind-bounding medicine tools, like what I used. We used some EFT um, and it shifted completely. And he called me up the next day, kind of like ecstatic and incredulous and scared too, because he's like, I, I, I have no idea what you did and I'm sure it's going to come back but I've had the first pain-free day I have ever had in over a decade after seeing you yesterday. And I was like, okay, just hold where you are, let go of expectation. I was going to see him in another week. And when he came back a week later, he was like, well, you know, we're not going to do any of that, that other stuff. Like, let's just do the physical treatment. I was in my osteopathic practice at the time. Let's just do the physical treatment because, you know, I don't need any of that other stuff. And he was sure there weren't any residues of like, emotions of um, shame, fear, anger, uh, regret, resentment, blah, 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 associated with this pain. But as soon as we started, you know, doing the work and letting the emotions come up and letting him feel into what is actually happening in his body, because the body will not lie. The body can only live in the now. It can't live in the past. It can't live in the future. It can't live in the fabrication. It only lives in the now. So it will show you 
So there was, okay, you know, this physical pain, it's in my back, it's been there for years, I can't ride my bike, I'm embarrassed what the other guys are going to think. I feel guilty, my wife can't, you know, we can't go and do the things we like to do. Um, I'm, I hope it doesn't get worse, I hope it doesn't debilitate me, right? So what is that? The shame, embarrassment, fear, guilt. These are really toxic emotions really potent emotions in how they affect the physical body. So even for people, and well, like just to finish that story, we moved all of this. Um, he did become completely pain-free. It changed his life. But what happens is like, we've got to be receptive to that before we can see it, witness it, acknowledge, whoa, this actually is really profound for me so that the energy can move. The energy can't move until we've acknowledged it, right? Because until we acknowledge it, we're still suppressing it. That's why my my work when I'm working with individuals is embracing health, not let's just get better at suppressing it and you're going to bang this out and you're good, <laughs> right? Because that like didn't work, which is why you found this work in the first place. Fatigue is present and wants to feel accepted, welcomed, and validated. Yeah, big, big time trying to be receptive, without trying, which we're going to move into just a moment. Uh, someone in Facebook said, I find it hard sometimes to accept the moment as it is when my mind keeps reminding me I've missed out on so much. I still feel so heavy, even though I try to sit with it. But the 30 something years I feel I lost put me in victim consciousness. How do you actually release this? So yeah, so I'm here I am in victim consciousness, right? But I'm going to see it. I'm going to witness it. I'm going to like call it out like, that's where I am right now. And, and I breathe in and I breathe out. Wow, this is intense, right? So even just witnessing that and kind of like appreciating that that's what's here, oops, sorry, is going to be a really, really powerful way to let it shift. Sorry, people who are in Instagram here. So, um, it, it, and the mind's going to be like, you didn't do anything. It didn't matter. It's getting worse. It's going to fool you into like not doing that or devaluing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll accept it as it is, but like, you know, my lab results are still off or I'll accept it as it is, but where's my lever? I'll accept it where it is, but I'm still in so much pain. So we're actually not meeting what's here because if meeting what's here, like this individual has said, is like all the guilt that I've missed out on so much, which is a thought, which is an idea, which is an energy, which is an emotion. That's here. Whoa, there's more here than I thought. It's not just like the physical pain. It's, you know, the heaviness of like everything I'm making it mean. It's the guilt that oh, I should have gotten this sooner. It's the um, resentment that if she's right, then, then this is crap because that means, you know, it's my fault. We make stuff up. If we would be willing instead to just witness it and witness it, that's what allows it to begin to move. Uh, let me just see what we've got in here. <laughs> Thank you for the love. Um, okay. New to you. I've been ill for 35 years. I want to learn more. Great. Stay tuned. We're here every week on Wednesday at 11 a.m. Um, the Mind Body Toolkit is my book I wrote on this, which kind of like goes deeper into some of the tools. It could be a great place to start. Or the Instant Elevation Program, which is like where I kind of walk you through a lot more. How do you create a shift in your physiology? How do you create a shift in your body? How do you create a shift in your um, electromagnetics and create a shift in your receptivity? Um, masculinized women and feminized men are living in trauma. It doesn't feel good in the body and invariably results in disharmony and disease. Potentially, because um, there can be a lot of people who like if you're naturally more masculine by nature, whether you're a man or a woman, or you're naturally more feminine by nature, whether you're a man or a woman, it will be harmonious to be in your nature. But when you're saying like masculinized woman, where it's like, oh, I got to shut down sensitivity, sensuality, expression, which is the feminine, and kind of just get over in the like, do, 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 overcome, work hard, achieve, then I, I almost like, strengthen my masculine as a barrier, as a, me a mechanism to like avoid the pain or vice versa. We check out from doing outer accomplishing 
and we're like more in the the sensitivity uh but it's not as a alignment with our nature it's like as a defense against the pain um can you give an example of what it looks like to let something come up and out it's just saying it out loud feeling it my mind creates an example thank you trish all right so um share with me what comes up for you when you feel into uh, what you would like to receive in your life. So whether it's like, I want to have an amazing relationship and I feel like this and I do kinds of things like this and I'd experience this, like what is it you would like to um, begin to let in? Or, oh, I want to have a great relationship with money where money comes effortlessly. I, I feel appreciated for the work I'm doing. I'm doing work that it really is meaningful. Um, money is fluid. I use it and in, in, it brings beautiful things into my life and I'm living in freedom and ease or um, work. Right. So it might be uh, I feel purposeful. I feel meaningful. The work I do makes me feel more alive at the end of the day and, you know, versus depleted. Um or of course health. <laughs> so what is it instead of like, Oh, I just want to get rid of this pain. Nothing ever helps me that you could actually open into receptivity, which would be, wow, this is really heavy. I am overwhelmed. I feel, uh, I feel heavy and, uh, even like ugh, embarrassed that like, I didn't, you know, how did I get into this? Or I feel like a victim. Like, why is this happening to me? It's not fair witness what is so share it from where you are and i want to feel into uh cindy i love hearing the happy kiddos in the background someone in facebook i just realized i'm so scared to feel better because i don't remember what that feels like yep perfect um, awesome let me see if we've got examples coming in because it's, it helps to sort of like tap it into okay nicole yeah, PTSD and trauma. This is great because it can be really hard to accept what is. Uh, Nicole said, I feel as though I get better able to deal with things through breathing and all of your helpful words. But then out of nowhere, things pile up and I feel back where I started. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, so if everything is a reflection of us, then for example, something happens in my life I don't like, right? Like my car breaks down or somebody yells at me or um, there's all kinds of things, right? Like someone has to declare bankruptcy or uh, all of a sudden you get a diagnosis, right? You're like, oh, something feels not right. Whoa, I went to the doctor and they told me I have blah, blah, blah. It can be really hard to receive that. So what happens when we don't receive it? We complain, we scramble to change it, change it, change it, change it, change it which is going to always be ineffective because we haven't really met it, which is in the now, which is where our power is so that we can have impact and we can have power. We can't when we're uh, fighting against something. That's why you're going to never ever have a resolution of from the war against cancer or the war against diabetes or the war against terrorism or the war against like COVID. It, it's not possible for it to get created like that because what you resist persists. If instead we align with we, what we are asking for. So like, wow, I have this diagnosis. What would it take for me to realign with health? Or like for Nicole, like, wow, no matter what I do, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then I get slammed. So there's this layer where I feel like a victim, where it's surprising me out of nowhere. Now, I don't know why that's getting created. I don't know what part of me is sabotaging myself. I don't know what part of the universe is like, seems is not aligned for me let's just look, breathe in your body. What's here? What do you feel? What do you sense when you think about that thing? What do you witness when you bring yourself into the now? Whoa, I could just go read all the books about, you know, cancer and try to solve my disease. Or I could sit for five minutes and actually feel the grief. Right. And it's a choice. I can't tell you which one's going to create more alignment or more prosperity. I can tell you that you can know that, but you can only know that when you're here. So if I'm here right now, I can have the awareness of what will create more in this moment for my broadcast, for my the community I'm connecting with. And the first thing that comes to my awareness is breathe more deeply into your pelvis. Right? Which is like, be more here now. 
Now the mind will be like, say this, do that, you know, give a shout out, interact with people. Like there's lots of stuff the mind can say about that. But the knowing, the wisdom is infinite intelligence. What will create the most here? Whoa, well, if I breathe more fully into my body and I'm more present, I'm more dialed into what I'm actually trying to communicate, what I'm actually sharing. So it will change this transmission. And you can begin to play in your life that way as well. So you get that diagnosis or you have the, the breakdown thing happen or you have like everything seem out of control and you just connect with yourself 2% more fully. Like Nicole, what is this that's actually happening? Where it seems like, yeah, I'm connecting and it helps and then I get slammed. It's a thing, right? It's like a pattern. It's an energy. It's a consciousness, right? I can't ultimately be at peace. I can be peace a little, little peace. Then ultimately, like, we got to go back to disaster. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Wherever that came from. What is it like when I'm present with that? What is it like when I receive that? Wow, it feels powerless. It feels hopeless. Like, there's no way I'll ever get beyond that pattern, right? And I'll say, I would say universally for me as a doctor, 100% of the people I've uh, met who are suffering from a chronic illness that isn't getting better no, what, no matter what they do, have a tincture of this in their system now. There's a layer of it. Doesn't mean you believe it because you might be like, no, no, I know I'm powerful. Yeah, but does your cellular system know that? Does your, uh, your entire being know that? So if I actually meet like Nicole, I would invite you to be here now in your body what does it feel like right now to be in that experience? Like, no matter what I do, like you said, out of nowhere, things pile up and I feel back where I started, right? So powerless, hopeless, defeated, futile. Okay, that's a good one to meet. Oh, what does it feel like? Futility. Whoa, that's intense. I breathe in. And breathe out. I'm the observer. I'm not the truth of that. The energy will move when I begin. So when I begin to presence that, to presence not just the thought, right? You try so hard, I'm doing everything, it's not working. Wait, what am I actually experiencing now? Oh, powerlessness. There it is. That's what wants to come up. That's what wants to be witnessed. That's what wants to be breathed. But if I won't receive it because I'm so busy trying to make it better or make it go away, what you resist persists. It's always going to get louder. Jennifer, how do you stop resisting? I can say I accept and meet myself where I am, but always I go back to resisting. Well, let's look at that a little bit more fully. That's really the key. It's like, what am I actually experiencing versus <laughs> my legs get so fatigued after doing anything and then I can't do anything else for the day. How do I move past this fatigue? Okay, great. This is someone in Facebook, so your name's not coming up, but I want to just give the example. So for anything you're struggling with, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, financial, feel in your body right now. Soften your shoulders. What is it like to be in the situation and place where I am right now? So what to do with the powerlessness? Yeah, thanks, Yvonne. Uh, there's nothing to do. Awareness is the medicine. I think that's like the best kept secret in medicine. <laughs> Presencing is the medicine. It's already moving if you're aware of it, when you're aware of it. So, okay, so this person in Facebook, so legs get so fatigued after doing anything. It's actually the same energy of what came up over here with Nicole. God, I can't even, I just go for barely a little walk and then slam for the rest of the day. Powerlessness, futility, no matter what I do, nothing will, nothing will matter. Now, how does this come up? It's, it's an energy in the system. Maybe it's like you were four years old and this conclusion got made. Maybe it's ancestral. Who knows? 
but it's playing out in your system in the form of this disease, in the form of this experience. And no matter how many doctors you see, I can tell you that if you hold that energy goes unacknowledged, you're going to keep experiencing it either physically or in like another realm of your life. Like maybe you're like, well, I found this diet. And if I just keep doing this, my health is good. But then the futility is going to show up somewhere else. Like, oh my God, my kids are just, you know, it's falling apart. I can't, I can't even help the situation. What do I do? I feel powerless. Right. So we've got to actually go into it to let the energy move. And that's what I mean by receptivity. So let's practice here. What would it be like to be free and to actually have that ah oh, functionality? I went for a walk and I felt even better at the end of the walk and more energized than I did before. I did some activity and I felt even more strong and powerful and healthy than I did before. It fills me, it fuels me, it, 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 it contributes to my robust health. So I want you to feel into what you're actually asking for, which is um, I'm free, right? Because the opposite of freedom is what you're saying. My legs get so fatigued after I do anything and then I can't do anything else for the rest of the day. So freedom is a different energy. So here's what will happen when you move into that. You'll either feel the futility of like, no, I can't even feel that. So you'll feel the futility more, which is actually what you want. Or you just go into the freedom. It's right there. And it transmutes the futility for you. Either way is awesome. So I want you to feel into that. What would it be like to be free? I'm free. I'm moving my body. I'm I'm, I'm exercising. I feel more powerful at the end of it. It's life-giving. I'm free. I'm receiving or even I'm free. I do work and I receive even more than what I pay. I put into it. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paid well and I'm appreciated and the work actually made a really big difference in my world. My world is a more beautiful world because of what I've done or um, relationship, right? As I contribute and open in my relationship, my relationship flourishes. So all of these are examples of like the opposite of futility, the opposite of powerlessness. So when you begin to um, tap into that consciousness, it's either going to slam you back into what actually wants to be met or you, you, you reside in it. You're going to let it in and it will transmute that lower space. Either way, it's moving what's ready to move. I don't know if that made a ton of sense. Yeah. So either we, we move to that higher space and we let it in and, it, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And it feeds us. Or it's like, yeah, right. I, that's so inaccessible because life sucks. So you're going to feel where you are more fully, which is kind of what we're going for. Now, presence that, oh, here it is, the doubt. Oh, here it is, the one that says I can't. Oh, here it is, the futility. Thank you. More. Show me more. What else do you have? I breathe in. I breathe out. Coming up for me is um, there's like a feeling of chaos, right? And the house is chaotic. And what are we doing later? And, you know, here we are connecting here. If I can receive that. There's so much more power in this transmission than if I try to overcome that. Right? Like I'm going to try to make it more smooth. I'm going to try to make things different, but I'm actually not receiving what's here. So I have no power. So each moment, <laughs> I'm feeling the futility today. Yes, so you're transmuting the denser, denser, denser pieces, making space for what you're asking for. Let me see what we've got here. So the biggest trick of the mind is like, oh, yeah, there's powerless. Okay, what do I got to do with it? Oh yeah, there's that futility. Okay, what do I gotta do with it? Okay, I got to the emotion and energy that underlies my problem. Now what do I do with it? That's just gonna keep you in victim. Like, now I gotta work hard. Eek. What if the awareness is the medicine? Which, <laughs> thanks Susan Kenny. Awareness is the medicine, my new mantra. Lack of friendships, low self-esteem, fear of failure, fear of my body, and all its unusual sensations. Thanks, Trish. 
yeah, this is kind of like a big thing in the in the collective too, or, or in this community, this collective, um, because we've so much been taught that our our power comes from outside of us, our health comes from outside of us. So we're searching and searching, but it just strengthens the place where I've been in the now. We're not willing to receive the now because I got to make it better. <laughs> so what if you fully received what is, what is, what is, what is? And I want to share that, right? It's going to piss you off. You're like, fuck no, I should never receive this. I am not going to, because you think it means it's going to make it like true, right? I can't get out of bed. You think I should just receive this and stay in bed forever? Because that's the lie is that if I receive this moment, it won't change. But the biggest thing, keeping the thing that's unwanted in place is your resistance to it. That's what's keeping it from changing. The biggest thing keeping it from changing is your lack of being willing to receive it fully. Crazy, right? Like that's how powerful you are. Continue giving it attention or is it better to affirm what you'd like to have happen? Be well with Danielle. So um, come more into the body and less in the mind right now to actually experience it. What am I experiencing right now? Because if I just keep bringing my presence into the now, everything's always changing. That's what the now is. It's constantly in flux. When something stays in place, it's because I'm avoiding it, resisting it, avoiding the now. <laughs> Jovial kids laughing in the background or not so jovial kids laughing. Good. You truly have been such a blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nicole. Every time I connect to my body, when I feel fatigued, I immediately feel teary. Behind that, a really strange physical sensation. So strange. Yeah. So that strangeness is a repatterning in your nervous system. And you don't need to be scared of it. Like you can let it in and breathe and kind of witness what comes up and it's, and it's integrating a new physiology. It's integrating a new neurologic, um, alignment. Oh, thank you, Katie. Susan, sitting with my back hurting, partly listening, partly thinking about what I did or what I should do to make my back feel better. Just become aware of it and trying not to change it. Surrendering is the medicine. Yay. Yeah. So if you presence your back, like if you presence the now, you're going to have physical pain in your back. Maybe there's tension. You're also going to be aware of the fear that this will get worse. The resentment that why did I do this thing. Maybe that's what I did. The searching, which is avoidance. I had a, maybe it was this. Did I eat the wrong thing? Did I, did, I, did I move the wrong way? Was it when I did this? It's all the ways we squirm to not be here now, to not actually meet the intensity of what's here. So if you lean in just softly, gently receive the back pain, what is actually here is a gift, right? It doesn't feel like a gift. <laughs> Mario got an email from one of his uh, vendors that said like, you know, Hey, we're having these problems and we can't move the inventory. And, uh, and it brought up a lot for him. And then he just met that right. Any fear, any sense of dissatisfaction, any sense of attachment and um, breathed into the space, you know, where he felt that. And then there was this huge realization, right. Of what he's holding that keeps him in limitation. And, and then there's like a clarity that came in. Well, we're, and we're in that clarity. We're receptive to new information, new awareness, new guidance. Oh, let's do this, right? That presents itself as a solution. But we can't access that if we don't receive the now, right? If he had said, all right, I don't want to meet what that brings up for me. So let me just fix the problem. Let's do this. Let's do that. He, he could spend a year and nothing would really change. Right. So I just want you to see, like, that's what most of us have been doing. Trying so hard to avoid the now as opposed to being willing to receive the now. Which is what lets everything come in. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Trish. Yes, it pisses me off to acknowledge all the shit. Good. So anger. That's here. All right. There's anger. Breathe in, breathe out. 
Hmm, Hafsa, I can't remain in awareness for more than five minutes. Mind forces me to do a lot of work. Five minutes is awesome. Right? So now you can be aware, receptive to the fact that it's too uncomfortable for me to hold presence. I get hijacked by the belief, I've got to keep working. I've got to keep working. I've got to keep going. Hold that in your awareness. Oh, here I am in this pattern. I mean, I had that for a long time where my presence could only go so deep because the um, mind's story, I should be doing, I should be doing, I should be doing, was so strong. It was so strong. So I couldn't be as fully present to myself, to my body, to my work, to my kids, to my life, because this little bit kept getting hijacked. So receive that. Oh, here's what's here now, right? Where I'm powerless to overcome this pattern. Yes, you have to receive what's here before you can allow it to change because the thing that's missing is you showing up. The thing that's missing in the now is more of you showing up. Oh, Karen, thank you for answering. This has been killing me. Oh, Isabel, speak more about the resistance to spending money and the brain fog, difficulty making decisions. A lot of us are still carrying the old consciousness with money, right? Where money is limited. Money is lacking. Money is in separation. If, I, if you have it, I don't have it. If I have it, you don't have it. If I have too much, I must be taking it away from someone else, right? What? And like we know money doesn't work that way, but then we still keep living as if it does. What if... Just give some suggestions. What if, um, kind of staying along the, the lines of receptivity, you would receive how dense it feels to be in that relationship with money, right? Because most people, they're in that relationship with money, but they're not really here to witness what it actually feels like to live that way. So they keep doing it, running, 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 working, working, working. Oh, you don't have enough money? Work more, work more, work more. You never have enough money, uh, uh, withhold more, save more, save more, right? Be more stringent. Well, that's not abundance and you can't create abundance from lack. So what if you receive, how does it feel to be in this relationship with money, to see money this way, to play with money this way, interact with money this way? I have a friend who it's always about, oh, that was so expensive. Oh, I did this thing, but it was so expensive. And I'm like really surprised at how much she keeps coloring everything with that, that idea. So she can't really enjoy things because there's this like, okay, I'm going to have this awesome trip, but we spent so much money. There's not actual abundance there. So witness what comes up, where that might come up in you. And where are you actually willing to play? What it would be like to be, um, to be fluid. At the more I spend, the more wealthy and abundant I am. The more I spend, the more money I have. I mean, that's what true investing is, right? You, you put money in a certain investment and it grows. So the more you put into it, the more you have. But most people don't realize everything can be an investment. Like I'm investing my time in doing my broadcast every month. What do I get in return? I feel more whole. I feel more fulfilled. I feel more joy. I have a more abundant life. Like the world, people will say to me like, wow, hey, that was awesome. And here's how it changed my life. And that I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like my life is infinitely more abundant for showing up to do my passion. So I keep doing it. If it depleted me, right? Like, let me keep doing this because it's going to get me somewhere. But it actually depleted me. I'd be more fatigued. I'd be more depleted. I'd have less resources. My life would be less abundant, right? Because every time we do something that depletes us, it depletes everything in our lives. Like our relationships, our physical health, because we're in separation, right? Why would we abandon ourselves and do life like that? Well, it's because we don't believe life's meant to be whole and fulfilling. Oh, thanks, Christina. Just what I need to hear right now. Fran, what do we do about unknown stored trauma in the body? It's the same thing. If you show up to the now, if you receive the moment, what's here is going to be more apparent, not less. So then there's the idea of like, where's the unstored trauma that I don't know about? Let me go find it. No, what's here is here. Just get here. 
Oh, Shirley. So what do we do with the anger and the sadness? Everything you acknowledge, what's true strengthens, what's not true dissipates. Everything you acknowledge is medicine. The awareness is medicine. What's true strengthens, what's not true dissolves. A hundred percent of the time. So if you feel, um, you know, physical pain, like fibromyalgia, I'm living in chronic severe pain. And then you witness underneath that, I'm scared. I am afraid that, or I'm regretting this thing from the past, or I'm resentful that nobody loves me, or, you know, whatever, who knows what's going to be in your now, but you show up and you receive, okay, I'm in this pain. I want to get out of the now, but let me receive the now. Let me receive more of what's here. That's when you'll witness, whoa, what's actually underneath the pain. And that opens it, right? And that is the opening that lets the energy move. Mm. What if you feel absolutely disconnected from your body? I think this is the best question because we are never disconnected. We can't be disconnected. We can't be disconnected from source. We can't be disconnected from ourselves. We can't be disconnected from our body. We can feel disconnected. So let's look at that. One thing is what happens in the brain. We're taught, we're grown here to not acknowledge what we feel, right? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. We like purposely suppress what we feel because it's inconvenient, it's embarrassing, it's inappropriate. We have lots of reasons why. Nobody has space for it. It's risky, et cetera, et cetera. So we like suppress it and we try to do, you know, I'm going to feel something else instead of this, which is the ultimate not receiving. Not going to receive what is. I'm going to pretend it's that. Fake it till I make it in a in a really artificial way. The brain will actually stop registering what I sense, what I feel, and what is here. The brain will like those areas of the brain that process like, oh, here's what's happening in my pelvis right now. Oh, here's what's going on in my digestion right now. It will stop. It will like turn down the gain on the receptivity from those areas. So sooner or later, now the brain's paying attention to other things like, what do people think of me? Or where's my next meal going to come from? Let me make sure I go get it. Or let me make sure I control. Where's the threat? Right? That's what it's paying attention to. None of those things will actually create abundance. But the brain changes now. So it's going to turn up the gain on those areas. And then we make a conclusion Oh, something's wrong with me because I don't feel anything happening in my body. No, you just made the, the decision that that wasn't important. And your brain's like, okay, I'm your willing soldier. We won't pay attention to that. So make the decision today that, whoa, this is actually the most important thing I could put my attention on. How am I feeling right now? What's happening? What am I noticing? Because it's going to give you 100% of the answers to everything you've ever asked for in your life. So, so what if the question you start asking today is, what will create the most in my life today? Your brain is going to start turning up the gain on that awareness. And it will play for you. It will play for you. till so you don't even have to ask that question anymore because it's always on the channel of, your, your system is always on the channel of, what will create the most for me today? What will create the most for me in my relationships, what will create the most for me in my health? Don't answer the question, ask the question. Get on the channel of the question because the frequency of the question is always the frequency of the solution. So you're either on the question of like, what's wrong with me? And guess what you're gonna receive? Or you're on the, on the uh, frequency of what's right about this I'm not getting. And you're always gonna be in the receptivity of that. Right. And that's an abundant question. It's right about this. I'm not getting. Why is this the best thing that could have ever happened to me? Hmm. Yeah. Not feeling worthy of receiving. So if, if you sit with that today and maybe like the whole week, I love and appreciate all the ways I notice where I don't feel worthy of receiving. I'm willing to see all the ways where I don't feel worthy of receiving. People think, well, that's a negative affirmation. I don't want to do that. I want to negate it. I want to override it. I'm worthy of receiving. Great. 
what yours is persists. Because if you aren't willing to receive the space where you do not feel worthy, you're going to keep ignoring it, suppressing it, neglecting it, and betraying the part of you that is like left behind there. Hmm. Let me see anything else. Oh, sweet Norma. I really, really, really wanted to receive this today. And then my internet went out for about 10 minutes. I'm grateful to receive the remainder and the replay. So can you receive it when things don't go the way you want them to? Right? I mean, this is huge. If I show up as a great receiver, everything in my life can be fluid. And I didn't really even touch in on like, uh, let's just do a little bit right now to uh, become a container for what we're asking for. So think of a, uh, let me see what we got in here. Think of a situation or a um, circumstance, um, either that you're, you like to receive or one that you're like, oh, I really don't like this, <laughs> which is we're going to flip it. Okay. So if it's something like, oh, this bad thing I don't want, I want you to flip it. What would it be like for the opposite? There's ease, there's effortlessness, there's abundance, there's uh, I'm loved and accepted instead of being like rejected and suppressed. What would that be? And not the words of it. You actually just feel the energy of it. Like this woman in the airport where we said, oh gosh, go hang out and do this and do that. And I mean, you couldn't have met two more enthusiastic people like than Mario and me to be like the welcome spokespeople for Durango. Like we love our town. And this woman just wasn't letting it in. No, 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 no. I've already spent too, money, too much money on my weekend. And I, I can't, I can't, no, no, no. But it wasn't like, oh, let me receive this. Even though I'm not going to do it, maybe, maybe you're not going to do it, but you're like, oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, that'd be so delightful. Oh my God, that food sounds awesome. Oh, I feel like I can taste it right now. Why not receive? Because for her, she didn't want to let herself think about something she can't have. She was in such a conclusion, she can't have it, she wouldn't receive it, right? Because your brain doesn't know the difference between the real and the imagined. You actually can taste the food in your mouth. You know, try to close your eyes right now and like feel your body, take a few breaths, and then imagine like a bright, shiny lemon. Smell that lemon, you know, feel that lemon in your hands, take a knife, and cut that lemon and then take the whole half and just like bite right into that lemon. What happened in your body? Did your salivary glands start getting activated? <laughs> did it feel juicy? I mean, we just did a second of this, but you see where I'm going with this, where if we immerse ourselves in an experience, it changes our physiology. We do have a real experience in our body. And I know what it would have created on our end where we're like, well, we're just going to buy you dinner because we're so excited for you to have this experience. But she wouldn't open. She wouldn't even percolate in it. So for yourself, find what that is, whether it's health, love, acceptance, wealth, freedom, right? Because a lot of you, it's freedom. I feel so oppressed by my disease. I feel so oppressed by where life is. How long do you have to feel the emotion? Every time I check in, I get same answer, day in and day out. Well, eventually you'll be in it day in and day out, right? I live in the now like 99% of the time. Doesn't mean I don't get pulled off course, but I'm in the now. So if I'm in, it's not one emotion that's always here now. It's I'm here now, whatever is here, it's going to always change. Okay. So feel into what this is you're asking for and then feel into the experience of it. What is it like to be in that body? Yes, and let it be easy. What is it like to be in that life? What is it to be like in that relationship? What is it to be like in that work? Oh my gosh, it's awesome. I'm so grateful and thankful and I'm, I'm doing these kinds of things and I'm with these kinds of people and let your body percolate in it. Let your body feel it, sense it. You make it real, become a container for it. Then the experience can come into your physical reality. I feel it. Good, Kaylee. 
percolate it. I am that which I'm seeking. My wholeness is within me. In fact, all I am seeking is peace. And yes, even while in pain, I start to find the peace within and nowhere else. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, Rita, every week for the past year, I think this is your best broadcast ever. And then they get even better and better and I get more clarity. Thank you. So what do you feel when you, I love that word percolate. Thanks, Cindy. Yeah, so if you think of like letting yourselves bathe in the essence of this thing you're asking for, it's gonna give your cells the message. Your cells are very receptive. And they're either going to be bathing in the, no, no, I can't. It's too bold. I already spent too much money. I'm not worthy. Life is hard. Or they're bathing in the, oh, what if? Oh, my gosh. How cool. Yes, please. I would love that. Thank you. <laughs> Lighten up. Oh, thanks, you guys, for being here. Awesome. 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 So notice uh, what you feel when you do that, right? Because if I start to percolate in what I'm asking for, I will either feel the resistance more, <clears throat> right? I'll either, I'll either let it in and it's like, yeah, totally light and juicy or, whoa, I'm more aware of what I'm holding that has me not have it. <clears throat> I'm more aware of what I'm holding that has me not let this in. Now that's what you want to embrace. That's what you want to let yourself receive. Wow, I receive where there's something in me that just says, hell no. Um, I, I receive that there is something here that is not okay with the moment, not at peace with what is. I'm aware there's something in me that wants something better, that wants something else, so I'm abandoning the now. Oh, that's why I feel so powerless. Okay, now I said awareness is the medicine. Don't go make it into a, I need to go to therapy over this now. Just let yourself be aware. Oh, wow, I saw this thing. Okay, that's it. Mm, hi, Stephanie. I'm willing to receive an invite to your guest house. <laughs> I am updating what I'm doing for the private retreat for people who do want to come to Durango. Uh, we do have a group retreat, which I... I think you said you were going to be a part of as well in September. And um, we are sending invitations out for that. Uh, that's at drkimd.com forward slash retreat. If you would like more information, and I know some people are already registered, which is very exciting, but that will be a live event in September. Talk about being able to percolate in the essence of what we're asking for uh, what the S, which, which, what, what the system wants, you know what it is. It's not, I want to have this kind of house. I want to have this money. Or even I want to have physical healing. It's, I want to be loved and accepted as I am. And that's why if I just bring acceptance of what is to the moment, it's always going to open more for me. Like I accept that this broadcast may be imperfect in some ways. That's not easy to accept, right? I want it to be like, this is awesome. But then there's other stuff happening where it's like, you know, you can get attached. That's not going to be fluid. Where can I be in more fluidity so that more can come in? And that's what receptivity is really about. Oh, Yvonne. Oh, I'm having glimpses of relief. Thank you. And then Callie said, the money is not everything. Well, that's an interesting point of view. But why would money be everything? That I'd have to say money's not everything. So where are you sharing that from? Because if, if we're in wholeness, that wouldn't be the communication. Well, money's not everything. It kind of like wholeness is wholeness. Wholeness is everything. Fulfillment is everything. Peace is everything. But it doesn't mean I have to put money down and say like, well, money is not everything. <laughs> like what if I can say I am in wholeness and I choose to let money be a part of that. I'm in wholeness and I choose to receive all the money in the world. I'm in wholeness and I choose to be at ease with money. Because someone was asking earlier about how can I get more in alignment with, um, with, with, with abundance with money. 
right? Well, receive where you're in fear with money, receive where you're in lack with money. Like those programs are here. Okay. I'm going to stop avoiding it and receive it. Yeah. Wow. And the density that creates. Oh, thank you for showing me. Now I have more awareness. Now am I more or less capable to choose what's really aligned for me? Way more. So anyway, take that uh, example of woman in the airport, but be willing to play with and percolate in what your, uh, your heart's greatest desire is, what life really has in store for you. Because you have to let it in before it can come in to your life. You have to let it in. So what are the reasons you won't let it in? Oh, because I have this diagnosis. Oh, because it feels so bad. I've been miserable for so long. Oh, because so-and-so hurt me in the past. Oh, because I had this trauma and so on that I'll never be healed. What are you putting in the way of your own receptivity and abundance? All right, we've gone a little over and I was thinking today would be a shorter <laughs> shorter uh, broadcast because we have our family in town, but I'm glad we received this time together. And I thank you so, so much for being here. I'm here each week live at 11 a.m. Mountain uh, in uh, on my YouTube channel, in the Mind Body Community Facebook. I also do try now to come into Instagram, but um, I know that one does not always happen. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for everyone in Embracing Health, I am so much looking forward to connecting with you tomorrow for our monthly call. We're starting our second month in that group. And I know there's like a lot of things percolating in there. So thank you everyone for being a part of that. And um, thank you guys for being here. Oh, thanks, Lucy. You answered so many questions I have. Awesome. Awesome, you guys. Keep shining. Keep connecting. Keep letting the brain begin to open to where you are registering sensation and awareness, presence in your body. And we will all continue to see the world awaken because everything is a reflection of us. And, you know, I'll just practice this week to be more and more and more of what I'm seeking. And right now that might just be in the flavor of self-celebration. I'm willing to give myself credit. I'm willing to give myself love, celebration, honoring just for showing up right? Because the voices can make it like, oh, you didn't do good enough. Oh, it could have been better. I mean, that's just going to ruin the day, right? <laughs> so vulnerability will create even more prosperity. All right. Love you guys. Yes. Yes. Embracing health is at the same time. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Oh, if I'm new to your work, where do I start? I'll complete with this one. Um, the Mind Body Toolkit, which is the book, is a great you know, starting point, if you just want to not make a big investment and kind of like start with that, the instant elevation is probably a great place to start with something that's a little bit of a bigger, um, you know, it's not a huge investment. It's a home study program where I guide you through the tools of how do I get into this body? How do I begin to connect more and more and more fully? How do I begin to sense and become more aware, which the first section of that course is awareness, which if that's all you did, that is the medicine. And then how we play with that with like, shifting the breath to let us come even more fully into awareness and then making conscious choices that align with our awareness. This is really the most powerful part of the work. So that might be a really great place to start. Um, so I will offer that. All right, you guys. Oh, thanks for being. I think this is the one of the longest ones we've done, but I'm grateful we could have this time together. I'm at drkimd.com and I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.